Hey guys, my name's Liv, and welcome to my podcast, Flourished with Liv, where we talk about anything from fitness to nutrition to mental health, and honestly, just anything remotely real life. I hope you guys enjoy, and let's get into the episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Flourished with Liv. I am so excited to wrap up 2022 here with a killer last episode. Um, So I am currently out for a little walk, Um, just a little hot girl walk, you know, doing my thing. Um, And as usual, um, I am doing a little free for all here on this podcast episode because that's just the way I roll. Um, And I don't really like planning things. I have a little notes section up on my phone but other than that um, I'm keeping it pretty raw and real as usual. Um, I put up on my Instagram story the other day just kind of asking what everyone wanted from a last episode of 2022. Um, I obviously just started this podcast like a month ago and I've already gotten three episodes out and all three episodes have gotten um, a lot of love and I am so so appreciative of it. Um, and I even put up a little post today on my Instagram, just kind of, just a little one, um, just kind of wrapping up my 2022 year and, um, the feedback I got actually from the story, um, was a lot of you guys really wanted to see, um, actually, honestly, like all of the options I put up were super, super, um, interacted with like you guys all seem to want to see at least one of them um there was a lot of response to the hard truths in regards to fitness and nutrition which i would love to do a podcast on um another one that got a lot of love and a lot of hits that i would literally is probably it's probably going to be my next episode um, but i really want a guest on it so i'm gonna try and find someone who can help me speak to it but it was a really popular one with everybody wanting it. And it was the, um, in quotation, just eat normally or just exercise normally. And I think that that's going to be a really fun one to post because actually, honestly, it'll probably tie a lot into today because one of the things I've learned a lot about in 2022, um, just through getting my master's and everything I've learned in school um, in regards to eating disorders and just disordered eating in general and honestly, the fitness community is all of these people who haven't struggled with eating issues, with body image issues, et cetera, et cetera. Just saying things like just eat normally or just have a burger or just work out for an hour or just listen to your body. And I think that for a lot of people, it's so much easier said than done. So again, I won't get into that because I want to dedicate an entire podcast to that. But stay tuned for that one. That's definitely going to be my next um, topic. I just would love to have a guest star on it. So I'm going to try and decide who would be willing to come on my podcast and chat a little bit with me about it. So anyway, in regards to this podcast episode, um, it is currently December 30th. Um, I said I would film this two days ago. And in true Olivia fashion, I am filming this two days late, but it doesn't matter because it's going to be out before um, January 1st, and that's all that matters. Um, so whether you guys are listening to this before January 1st, 2023, or um, after, um, and it's already 2023, I hope these 
um, lessons that I learned in 2022 um, can help you in 2023 because I learned a lot of freaking shit in 2022 and there's a lot of lessons that I'm going to be carrying with me into 2023 and that's what I'm going to share today on this podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy it and without further ado, let's uh, get into it. Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit quieter because I realized that intro was um, a little bit of a <laughs> loud um loud one. I don't know. I think it's just because I have my AirPods in. But anyway, um, let's uh, let's get into this. So this podcast, again, um, my 2022 year wrapped, basically, and the lessons I learned in 2022 and how I'm going to be bringing them into 2023. So um, for the sake of keeping it short and sweet, um, I say short and sweet, but again, in true Olivia nature, it will probably end up being a very long podcast, but to make sure that it stays somewhat <laughs> doable, um, I went ahead and I listed out my six top things. And of course, there's a bunch of little things and more that I learned, but hopefully I can fit them into these six and be able to give you guys a good brief overview of the stuff I learned in 2022. So my top number one lesson I learned in 2022 that I'm going to be carrying along with me into 2023 is um, appreciating being alone. And this one, this one hits really close to home for me because um, I, um, you know, full disclosure, um, I started my 2022 year um, with a breakup that uh, did take a pretty big toll on me for the first few months, um, as any breakup would. Um, it wasn't out of the ordinary, <laughs> but it did. Um, this breakup taught me a lot. And again, you know, it being my very first thing, I my the top of my list for things I've learned that I'm bringing with me is this appreciation with being alone with myself. And I think that I had a really, really hard time before this breakup with being alone. And um, I used a lot of external validation to help myself feel better about myself. And um, I think we all kind of do this and we all learn at different rates how to separate ourselves from this. But I really do think it's beautiful that something so traumatic for me um, I was able to come out of it with a lesson that has taught me to fall in love with myself. Um, I've always been like a golden retriever. <laughs> I call myself that, um, or I always did call myself that, you know, I was always very passive and I, um, as much as I always stood up for what I believed in when it came to, you know, relationships and even friendships, at this point, just relationships in general. Um, I never wanted to stir the pot. And I think that there's a big difference between stirring the pot and standing up for yourself and just speaking with confidence in what you believe, if that makes sense. So stirring the pot is, you know, always fighting, picking fights, you know, always looking for 
something to fight about. Um, standing up for yourself as much as it is very good. I think that in relationships, standing up for yourself is the wrong word um, because that to me puts up a bit of a barrier and a wall. Um, I think that standing up for yourself is fantastic, but you shouldn't have to stand up for yourself in a relationship. I think that you should be able to have this open communication with someone. Um, and that's something that I struggled with um, all throughout my life and all throughout the relationships I've been in. Um, so coming out of this and, you know, having to go through this my first two months of 2022, I learned so much about myself and what I needed to do to make myself happier. And that's amazing. <laughs> and I think through learning to be alone in 2022, um, I also learned what I did and what I didn't like. And I was able to grow so much as a person and fall in love with myself and not seek that external validation. Sorry, a car went by. <laughs> um, and not seek this in external validation from other people in a way that caused me to, that caused me to be out alone in the rain, if that makes sense. So um, I, again, full disclosure, um, I went on a trip when I first started prep in February and um, I ended up going to Florida with my mom and my sister for the week. And this was a really tough trip for me. I actually really didn't enjoy myself. Um, I put on a smiling face. I seeked validation. I was struggling a lot with uh, separation anxiety um, from the relationship I had just um, left, basically. Um, and a lot of past trauma um, arose during this time in my life and it made being alone even harder um and it was actually on this trip that i officially sent an email out to a local uh psychotherapy office where i reached out and made an appointment for as soon as i got home basically to start with a therapist and i'm gonna get emotional to this day going back to therapy this time in a completely new sense you know i had been to therapy before but it was for my eating disorder and my anxiety back when i was a lot younger and um as someone who preaches therapy to everyone men women of any age whether you need it or not i should have been in it and i realize now that i should have been in it before i really needed it because Maybe I would have enjoyed that trip a little bit more. Maybe I would have been able to be a bit more present. You know, maybe it wouldn't have taken till February for me to truly heal from that um, breakup, I should say. Um, but getting into therapy again was terrifying and even more terrifying knowing that I was going in for completely different reasons than I had been before. Um, but I think I can tie that into actually another thing I really learned in 2022 is being okay with being at a different stage in life. And 
when I seeked out this therapy, it wasn't for an eating disorder. It wasn't for anxiety. Well, I guess it kind of was for anxiety, but a different kind. It was because I felt so alone and trapped in my own body that I needed, I needed external validation at this time. I needed it so badly and I couldn't find it from anyone other than in my head, my ex-partner. And I needed to fix that. So I did. And I went to therapy. And therapy taught me so much about myself. And it automatically taught me that I can be alone and I can be happy and I can self-fulfill myself without needing someone always by my side or needing someone in general. And not only that, because I think that a lot of people realize that, but they get into that like man hater or woman hater mode. Like, I don't need no man. I don't need no woman to be happy. And it's not even that because I can be perfectly happy in a relationship. You know, I, I actually did get into another relationship into the summertime and I was very happy in that relationship because of the place that I had put myself in. Um, and unfortunately that relationship didn't work out, um, for other reasons, but it, it wasn't because I was seeking external validation. I was so confident in myself and I could see that that relationship, even though it was shorter, was already way healthier than past relationships I've had. You know what I mean? So being able to say, I don't need someone to love myself. I can love myself without needing someone else, but I can also open my heart to someone now. And being able to have an open heart to someone when they're ready to come in or when I'm ready to, you know, settle down again or whatever, I just am completely open to anything now, you know? And it's not a hot girl summer, hot girl single summer. Like, no, it's not that. It's I'm waiting and my heart is open, but now I'm in such a good place confidence-wise and because I love myself for so much more than the way I look and I love myself on my own, I don't need to love myself because someone's doing it for me anymore. That I'm able to open my heart to someone and because I'm already confident in who I am, letting someone in is going to be totally easier when it does happen and I'm not going to force it. And anyway, that's probably one of my top 2022 lessons learned because it really was really beautiful to be able to invite that into my heart. So the next thing um, I learned, so number two is um, you're more than a body and what you look like. And I feel like this is so self-explanatory and cheesy because I feel like everyone preaches this, especially on Instagram and stuff. And it's fantastic that everyone's preaching it. Um, but the reason I wanted to talk about this particular way is because I learned this through a different way. You know, I had people telling me, you know, you're more than a body, you know, you, you should, you should kind of dissociate yourself from your body, that kind of thing. But I was never really able to do it. And I find it really ironic that in 2022, I was able to dissociate my love for myself apart from my body 
because I also went through a bodybuilding competition season, right? And anyone who knows anything about bodybuilding, it's tough to stand up there in a big uh, sparkly bikini um, and just be judged by everyone outside of you on the way you look. But this actually helped me more because I finally started viewing my body as a vessel and a sport versus who I am, you know? I am not long legs. I am not a big perky booty and I am not a no booty girl, you know? I am not small boobs and I'm not big boobs. I am not long hair, I'm not short hair. I'm not even a big smile or not a big smile, you know? Like, I'm just Olivia and Olivia likes to ride horses. Olivia likes to work out. Um, Olivia likes barbecue chicken pizza and she also really likes her chicken Caesar salads, right? Like this is something, this is, you know, I'm confident. I like learning. Like these are all things that I am that have nothing to do with the way my body looks. And that is kind of what I was able to do through bodybuilding. Um, and then this point was hammered home even more when I started struggling with my health and hormone issues after the bodybuilding competition. Um, which by the way, upon further like analysis and testing, it, this wasn't caused necessarily by my bodybuilding and by my competition season. Um, it's likely that I had an underlying hormonal, um, issue before this um, that could have had to do with me coming off of birth control back in February or anything and all of the above. So, so just being able to, um, you know, go through these health issues and through going, you know, because I struggled with putting weight on and I struggled with my hormones and my digestion and it's still ongoing and anyone who's been through anything hormone wise knows that it's a long road but you know nothing made me you know regret bodybuilding at all you know because this wasn't caused by it um if anything if it weren't for bodybuilding who would have known that i actually had these issues prior um and now i know going forward when i compete again one day um, and I go get my frickin' pro card because that's the next check mark. I'm gonna get my pro card next. Um, I will know how to better equip my body. You know, maybe my body responds really well to dieting and I don't need to prep quite as long or prep quite as soon as I did um, so that I'm not in that calorie deficit for as long. You know what I mean? Like maybe my body just has a set point where once I get past that set point, it's really difficult for me to gain. And, you know, these are all factors that I've learned about my body. And through going through these health issues and learning these things about my body, I was able to just learn that, whoa, no matter what size I am, I deserve to be loved and I deserve to feel happy and I deserve to care for myself because what was happening was people were commenting on the, how small my body was and they were making me feel like I didn't deserve to be happy. Like I had to hide away and just eat everything to gain as much weight as possible as fast as I could 
so that I could make other people around me less uncomfortable. And that wasn't it. You know, I had so many people making comments to me, um, just people, you know, being anonymous on my Instagram, things like that, like telling me all these things and telling me how I should and shouldn't live and what I should and shouldn't be doing. And, you know, the reason I was so open about my health and my struggling with gaining the weight back post-show was because I wanted people to feel less alienated, but it actually made me feel more alienated um, until I actually started just accepting myself for who I am. I am the same inner Olivia I was when I was competing as I was before competing. I'm the same Olivia on the inside. You know, who cares? Who cares what my body looks like? And through learning this, I just was able to find so much peace and I deserve to be happy no matter where I am. I don't need to look a certain way to be happy and to feel beautiful and to be healthy. I'm perfectly healthy right now. Finally, I'm perfectly healthy. And that's because my mind and my body and my soul are all connected because I was able to learn this. So being able to just, you know, that was my, my second lesson is just being able to accept my body for wherever it may be at and understand that I'm allowed to be happy wherever I am. And so are you, you're allowed to be happy at whatever size you're at. You know, we're, it, we're so much more than our bodies. And I know it sounds so cheesy to say, but it's true. Both men and women need to learn this more, I think. Um, all right, I'm going to try and run through these a bit quicker because typical Olivia fashion, taking forever. Um, so number three is surround yourself with people who support you. This is pretty self-explanatory. Um, I went through a lot in 2021 and 2022, and I learned a lot about myself in both years, of course. But in 2022, I really learned to, I learned that I could pick and choose my friends and I could pick and choose my family and the people I want to be around. And I stopped putting pressure on myself to have millions of friends. And I just started understanding that I, I can make really good close friends with the people who want to support me and who, who want me to be happy. And this actually ties into number four um, of what I learned in 2022. And it's to not feel pressured to take part in things you don't want to take part in. And by surrounding myself with people who were there to support me and who wanted to watch me grow and do better and people who challenged me to not feel pressured, I was able to learn that I shouldn't have to feel like I need to do anything I don't want to do. You know, obviously there's things that I'm, I don't want to do that I know I need to do, but I mean more in regards to, you know, going out and partying and drinking. I spent a lot of 2021 forcing myself to go out because I was surrounded by people who drank and who partied. And I convinced myself that that's kind of who I was. And it's not necessarily who I am, you know, like I much rather have a night in and drink a little bit with my friends, play some, play some board games with my buddies, um, you know, go up to my cottage and smoke some weed by the campfire. Like that to me is a lot more fun than 
getting crazy dressed up and going out, right? And of course, I still like doing that once in a while, but I felt less pressured because I started surrounding myself with people who also didn't pressure themselves into going out if they didn't feel like going out. So that being said, it was just, you know, those two lessons I I definitely am going to be taking with me into 2023. Uh, Number five is family is everything. Um, You know, kind of tying it back into number one, you know, this appreciation with being alone, you know, starting my year um, alone was tough, but I wasn't alone at the same time. You know what I mean? I reached out to my family so much during my hardships this year, whether that be through prep or the, you know, the breakups, um, the friendships that I had to let go of anything, all of, all and above, honestly. And I just realized how important family is like my mom, my dad, my sister, God fucking love them. They were my rock all year. And I have worked so hard to try and give back to them because of how much they helped me in 2022 more than ever. And um, I'm so grateful to have them. I spent so much of this Christmas break with my family and I'm so glad I did because I've never felt closer to them. And anyone who knows me and my family knows how close we are. Like when I was hospitalized for my eating disorder, um, when I was a lot younger, my parents took turns sleeping on a Canadian tire cot next to me in my inpatient hospital room. I never had to spend a night alone in the hospital because one of them was sleeping on a cot next to me. And God loved my sister because I can't imagine how hard it was for her to only live with one parent at home um, because I always had the other one with me at the hospital. And we are so, we are such a close family. Like my mom and my dad are my best friend and my sister is my entire world. So just, you know, in 2022 just helped reiterate I would say that family is just so so important and you don't get to you know they say you don't get to choose your family and I it's or sorry they say you don't get to yeah they say you don't get to choose your family but you know you can choose who you treat like family and who you treat like someone who just is kind of there and I am, I'm grateful enough and I'm, I have so much gratitude in my heart for the fact that the family I was given is the family that I would have chosen, (laughs) like my just absolute rocks. So that's my number five. Um, Last but not least, number six, I guess I did do kind of good about not keeping too close. There's just the first three that were, you know, pretty deep and intense because they were my, my top three lessons learned. But um, for number six, it's, Fitness and nutrition shouldn't be all or nothing, and you should be making it part of your life. Um, And this one is, you know, for me and all my clients, anyone who follows me, anyone who thinks that they don't have time for nutrition and fitness and health, or they feel like they need to make it their entire life, you don't. Make healthy living just part of your life. You know, you wake up and have your morning coffee every morning anyway. You know, this is just an example. Why not have a glass of water before your morning coffee? You know, you have the time to have breakfast first thing. You're not making time. So make breakfast part of your routine. You know what I mean? It's like every day we wake up and we make choices 
and you have the power to make healthy living part of your everyday life. A workout is allowed to be a non-negotiable. You're allowed to say, I am not going to miss my workout today. You might have to miss it once in a while for other things. Just like sometimes you might have to cancel a hair appointment or a nail appointment or a doctor's appointment because you have another commitment to get to. That's fine. But you're going to reschedule that appointment. So why wouldn't you reschedule your workout? You know, um, why would you say you don't have enough time to eat in a day when you have enough time to scroll through social media? Right? Like you have the ability to make these choices and people think it needs to be all or nothing. And it doesn't, you don't need to go on a diet in order to lose weight, believe it or not. A lot of times just putting yourself on a set schedule and doing everything you can before going into a calorie deficit will actually make you lose weight or at least go through body recomp. And you might realize you don't even need to go into a calorie deficit or a cut or a fat loss phase, you know, and that's just one example. So what I like to say, and I say this with everybody is stop being so focused on your physique and short-term goals because that is what usually causes this all or nothing mentality. I need to go all in, hit my workouts. And then all of a sudden, two months later, you're not going your workouts anymore. Because honestly, a physique goal or wanting to look a certain way isn't a strong enough reason to want to commit to something. It's not. It's, it's just not. So instead of focusing on this physique goal, hear me out. Tell yourself, when I'm 95 years old, I want to be able to get I want to be able to get off the toilet, sit down and get up off the toilet by myself. And that sounds fucking hilarious, but that's what I tell myself. I want to be able to take a shit on my own when I'm 95 years old. That's my goal. That's why I work out. That's why I eat healthy. That's why I get my steps in. That's why I speak nicely to myself because all of these things are going to help me reach that goal of being physically and mentally able when I'm old. I'm not going to be on my deathbed one day looking back saying, man, frig, that physique at that one show was killer. Like, no, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not even going to look back and say, whoa, remember that time I hit 225 on squats for three reps for three rounds? No, I'm not going to give a crap. Okay. The only thing I'm going to give a crap about is the fact that I'm able to take a crap on my own when I'm 95 years old. Like that's more than a lot of 95 year olds can do. A lot of people don't even make it to 95. You know what I mean? So that is my goal for everyone else. And when it comes to fitness and health, because a lot of the other things I mentioned didn't really, weren't really in relation to fitness and nutrition, but that is another thing I'm taking into 2023 is I work out, I eat healthy, I take care of my mind, I go to therapy, I journal, I get my steps in, I take my free meals, and then I stay on plan the rest of the week. I do all of these things so I can live my longest, best life because that is what my legacy will be one day. When I'm able to look back on the life I've lived, I'll be able to say I spent my entire life just trying to be a better human being, mentally and physically and emotionally. And that will be my legacy. It's not going to be bodybuilding. It's not. I, I love bodybuilding, but it sure as hell isn't who I am. And it's not going to be my legacy. You know what I mean? So yeah, that being said, those were my 2022 lessons 
that I took with me into 2023. Um, as usual, raw and real. Um, just a little disclosure at the end of this too. Um, everything I said in this podcast just comes right from my heart. And it's something that everything I said, I stand for. And um, of course, there's absolutely no hard feelings. I'm so appreciative of everything that happened in 2021. All the people I met in 2021, so appreciative of everything that happened in 2022 and everyone I met in 2022. And, you know, uh, whether you're in my life still or not, I always wish you the best. And um, again, I I left a lot of people in 2021 and I left a lo- I'm going to leave a lot of people in 2022. And there's absolutely no hate in my heart, just full of love and appreciation because everything that I've gone through my entire life has made me who I am today. So just like that, I'm going to say, let's bring on all of the hard shit that's going to go down in 2023. Because when I make this podcast again at the end of 2023, I sure as hell better have another long list of things that I learned because I went through the hard shit in 2023. So um, just like that, I'm going to close off. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, again, it was really therapeutic for me to film and um, I urge you, you know, whenever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's after 2023 is already, um, you know, whether it's, sorry, whether we're in 2023 or frig, maybe it's 2026 and you're listening to this podcast because I'm fucking famous. Um, good God. Um, but I urge you to always reflect on your past experiences and and never fear it because our past experiences is what makes us who we are. So I urge you to reflect on your year and everything you've learned and everything you want to take with you into 2023 and things you don't want to take with you into 2023, because that would be a whole other podcast. I appreciate you guys. And um, thanks for tuning in with me at uh, Flourish with Liv. Keep on flourishing.